Welcome back to the Mid Range J. This is Walid. And this is Fahed. And we're back for um, our first episode of Mythbusters. And um, quickly explain to them what Mythbusters is our season, the series. Yeah, this is one of our series where we're going to be breaking down myths, kind of urban legends that in the league. And this one is the value of the Russell Westbrook triple double, basically. Right. Like, is it stat padded? Is it yeah. organic? Like, what is the legitimacy of this triple double? Mm. And that's basically what we're going to be identifying in this yeah. series. The, in the, this episode in particular. Yeah, we, we, we feel like the, um, the obviously the common consensus is that if you get a triple double and average it across the season, that's fantastic. But um, we think that maybe it could be a myth because the value in a triple double wasn't as high. Yeah. As maybe people make out But that's interesting But yeah we'll get into it I guess um, Russell Westbrook in 2016-17 After losing KD um, Post his best season ever Ever yeah um, 32 points per game 32, 10 and 10 Yeah the Blanket stats Which is Which is insane I guess For a modern Because Oscar Robertson's done it before But I guess we kind of just laughed it off before as, Yeah Ah he played when it was black and white <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying So yeah But when he done it It was kind of crazy um, 42 triple doubles in one season which also overtook Oscar Robertson um, took the took a really bad OKC team yeah dragged them to the 6th seed, the sixth seed. Um, I guess what's the first thing we should start with I think the first thing we should talk about is do, do you think that his triple double came to the, to the detriment of his teammates no okay no. I think that's that's the first myth that's a, that's a common myth you think yeah. I think that's the most common myth as well yeah. go on explain why you could just look at their win percentage when you got a triple double mm. in that season in particular it was like it was like 80% 75% which would be if you got a triple double every single game that's on pace for like 65 wins mm-hmm. already does that sound like it's not helping your team no and I think another thing that's kind of disrespected with Russ is that he's an elite rebounder and with KD gone that already frees up rebounds it's just kind of basic maths that Mm. with KD gone he eats into his rebounds he gets a couple of those rebounds and the way the offense now is built even with him with KD gone not only does he get extra rebounds but the OKC have always been a fast paced transition team and they've always been let Russ grab the rebound and push the pace. Mm. So with KD gone now, and he's the only offensive outlet, instead of maybe KD streaking or vice versa, him streaking and KD getting the rebound, mm. now he always has to get the rebound. And mm. now he always has to make plays. Mm. Because if Russ runs in transition, he's going to kind of create for him. Mm. So because of that, now his rebound rate is obviously going to be more. They're going to obviously box out and try to get their best offensive player the ball in the his ball hands as soon yeah. as possible. 100%, 100%, I know you're right. Um, if you look at our roster, I think a lot of players on that team who have gone on to become very good NBA players weren't good NBA, NBA players back then. So, um, yeah, Oladipo, Sabonis, uh, Stephen Adams, um, the shooter, um, the Spanish one, Alex Albreens. Al- 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 so, it's Andre Robeson. So, I think... Yeah, this t- that team was very offensively Hindered and stunted And stunted, yeah A team that I think Without Russell Westbrook Could easily have finished Bottom in the conference If you look at it Because there was no Second or third option So And (laughs) He didn't even get into The 8th or 7th He got to the 6th seed 
I think I think I think in the West. In the West, exactly in the West, and I think that's that is. If he got him into the eighth seed or the seventh seed, seventh seed, you might be. This is sixth seed, so he's jumped two teams, and like you said, in a in a conference which is, I don't know, man. I don't think the first myth that we're definitely busting here is that is that it hindered his teammates. I don't think it hindered his teammates. I think his teammates were of low quality, and if anything, he helped them. Averaging 10, 10 assists. There is no way you average 10 assists and you've, <laughs> you've hindered your teammates. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Um, unless, by some... The only way you could flip that, I guess, is... If you look at turnovers, if you look at his percentages, I think that's the only real argument you have with Russ is... I wouldn't say his major... It's more of his... The mistakes is the turnovers. Well, that, the bad, the bad shooting. It's nights. interesting you say that. That that season he averaged the most turnovers he's ever averaged for a season, five point yeah. four. But um, you know what it is with me and turnovers. I think. I think you're part of the group that says if you you have a lot of turnovers, but you get a lot of assists. Assists. It kind of balances. It, out. It, that's exactly because I because you saw recently that LeBron became the all-time turnovers guy, mm. and. I shrug my shoulders. You're gonna get turnovers if you try different things. You're gonna get turnovers if, like Russ, you're 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 in a team that is primarily prim, primarily um, rookies and shooters. Yeah. You're gonna you, if you're trying to make things different. Uh, do you get what I'm saying? It's not like you know what? Yeah. If he was averaging five or six assists with five turnovers, I'd be like, that stinks. Yeah. But ten assists with thirty-one points and five turnovers, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. that. What that tells me is that you were you are maximum for every turnover. Exactly, basically, which that what if it, if those two if those two assists led to two three points, and then one turnover where I don't know, man, when you got you got swatted or you I don't know what you put I don't know, man. Do you know I, I don't I don't put a lot of stock into the turnover personally, unless like you said, the assistant thing go that way. So yeah, that's my thing. Um, I think for me, I put stock into turnovers if. That player in particular doesn't boost the team's offense. Like, if when the team, like, if for example you have a player, right? Yeah. Let's say he averages eight assists and four, five turnovers. Already, I'm like, mm, that's kind of. If it's around two or below two, I'm like, mm, that's a bit funky. However, right? If that team is way better when he's on the court, I couldn't care less. Okay. You could turn over as much as you want. But if the if the team is way better while you're on the court, clearly something's going right. Something is happening that isn't represented on the box court. Okay. So for me, that's how I kind of interpret the... If I told you... Step. If I told you... Tell me if this is not fair or not. If I told you um, that Larry Bird, John Stockton, LeBron James, and Magic Johnson were arguably the four best passers ever. Yeah. 100%. You're not even thinking about it yet. They argument, sit, but I agree. They, yeah, I can agree. Okay, I see where you come from. They sit all four of them oh. in the top ten turnover most turnovers. There you go. So do you get my my kind of play with it? Yeah. So it's like sometimes a turnover isn't necessarily your fault as well. Maybe it's your teammate not being able to see what you're trying to come at. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So I don't put a lot of stock into that. Um, so that's the first myth we're gonna bust is that he didn't help his teammates. Not true. The second, I guess, myth that we're trying to bust here is um, he wasn't very efficient. So I'm gonna start on this one. I don't, I don't think this is a myth. I think it's true. I think he wasn't very efficient that season. Um, I think that's a myth. Okay. Because I think 
the main consensus around Westbrook or Westbrick as they always call him is that he's a brick like he's just horrible efficiency like kind of all-time bad in the, amongst the greats in terms of scoring efficiency however I think with the way that team is set up any player who's around 42 43 44 percent right and is also shooting like league average from three because that's what he was at that that season he took like seven mm. seven or eight threes seven threes attempted and he made him at nearly like, two more threes than his second most attempted yeah season. and he made him at like 35 percent just not that's, a clip yeah and he shot for like someone about, who's never been a shooter and he shot about like 80 82 83 from mm-hmm. the free throw line to me that's fairly good efficiency i wouldn't say he's efficient but i want to say he was inefficient okay so i think to to that extent i'd say it was a myth okay fair enough um i think my thing is that i've looked at his numbers across his career and his focal percentage there wasn't anything special so he's been more he's been incredibly more efficient efficient four or five times across his career so i'm thinking with the shots you're taking it's not very efficient with with (laughs) with a three point attempted 7.2 that season like we just said, um, he was shooting the best he's ever shot in his career in that season. Yeah. But <laughs> the bottom line is that I want Russell Westbrook taking seven shots, seven three threes a game. That's just that's just. I don't think you can spin away from that. I think if you were to try and analyze numbers and you think, oh, seven shot, seven threes a game. Why are you taking seven shot, th- seven sh- um, threes a-, a game, bro? Who are you? What are you doing? What, what's the ulterior motive behind this? Are you trying to snap pad? Is my, is my thing behind that. Do you get what I'm saying? Because he, like we've just like said, he's not a shooter. He's averaging, where he are with 35% being a good percentage for him. So why are you taking seven shots of seven threes a game? Seven threes a game. Seven threes a game. Seven threes a game. So how many t- shots are you taking a game? Is yeah, my seven, thing about... Seven threes a game at for 35%. That's not too bad. I don't know, man. I don't like. I don't like. Look, seven threes a game tells me that the thirty-five percent. You've got too much power in that team. I'm fair enough because you're the best player in that team, but I think the way I look at it, right, the thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six percent mark is kind of the sweet spot where if you take anything between like four to like seven threes, that's okay. But I think seven is the most you can. You should really take if you're at that mark. If okay. he's taking it. Eight, nine, or ten—that's a bit too much. I can't understand. But there is similar seasons where James Harden's taken what 10, 11 threes at like 30, 34, 35 percent. Mm. And but obviously, there's, there's the, the, obviously the step backs. Yeah. But then that step, those step backs that this, this guy, uh, this guy takes um, over threes. <laughs> no, a lot of them were pull-ups. Okay, a on lot the, of them that, were, that, that season specifically, but they're not. But they're not. But we're looking at the season as well. The problem is, is how is is the extent of the diff, of the of how difficult that shot is going to get. But we're looking at the this season in, but a in vacuum, particular. Right? Fair enough, yeah, yeah. And this season in a vacuum, maybe Russell Westbrook across his career, you could argue that. But this season in a vacuum, okay. I wanted him taking threes. Okay. He had game win. He had game winning threes. Like right, I wanted cool. him taking threes. So I don't I don't hold those seven threes against him. You know what I say? I'll say you've got me because. Um, my only side of it is I just don't think shooting wise he was incredibly effective. I don't like seven threes. I, know right. got, I, I can see where you're coming. You got, from. I don't like that. But then, in a triple double is not the numbers. And if you're putting, um, like we just said, 
coming back to the um, averaging ten points to, to five turnovers. Yeah, ten assists. Man. Sorry, it's ten assists to five turnovers. I just argued for it, but it's not incredibly effective. I think. I think you look at the whole picture, right? You look at a guy who's averaging 31, 32, scoring champ, and then giving you a big man level of rebounding mm. with about 11 assists, and then something like near enough two steals, and then you got seven threes at 35%. If you add everything up, that is a sensational player right there. Mm-hmm. I think if you take everything in a vacuum, you look at it and you micro-analyze everything in particular and you say, oh, you only average 31, 32. Okay, but he took like 25 shots. But then if you add the whole picture, you look at the greater picture and then you look at the results, which is a six seed Mm. on a team that most people argue is one of the worst supporting casts in the entire league. Mm. You have not only an all-time season, but you have an all-time player playing at his the peak of his powers. Well, well, I, I guess you saying that pushes pushes on to our kind of third myth and probably and and the most important one, the the umbrella one, I guess is um, is it important? Is that is the triple double important? Because they 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 went out in the first round, four one lost to the Rockets. They only got the the, the sixth seed. Um, I think the important thing to think about this is that there was no player progression into, or progression of any sort from Ross West. But this was as, 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 better, um, as good as he got. Yeah. So, is it important? Because after that, he was averaging. He averaged. He, he, he got that. That's that, that, um, Average triple double the next two the seasons. The next two after. seasons, but he got that one triple double when was it Nipsey passed away in like 20, 2020. Yeah, and that was impressive, but has he. My question is: Has he desensitized us to the triple double to almost to the to the stage to where we don't appreciate it? I think he has, but I think that comes with that comes with this level of greatness where you're right. James yeah. Harden's kind of done it as well. The same He's scoring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you do something at such a high level, mm. you kind of get if you, if you come into another season. Two triple doubles in one season. That's 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 when you're be when you stand back and look at us. I've, he played eight games that season, got forty two triple he doubles. Did, he did essentially the same thing next year with Paul George, and um, they were like, I think before Paul George's injury, they were like at the top of the. the That's a good argument for him. Um, he didn't help his teammates as well. The first myth because Paul George came and the elite became an MVP level player. An MVP level player, and he still um, maintained that um, triple double thingy. Yeah. So it shows that I guess he didn't hinder his teammates, but um, but yeah, um, you were saying. Yeah. Um, they were at the top of the conference before Paul George's injury. They mm. were like around t- the two seed, three seed. Like they were, I think it was around Christmas, maybe January. And once Paul George got injured, they were at the lower half of the the playoff picture, and then eventually finished, I think, sixth seed or fifth seed. And then play the. Then you had the infamous Portland series, and history carries on. However, my main point is is mm. that. He did the same thing the next year. He averaged triple double, averaged mm. like twenty six, put up around the same numbers. You could argue similar results, but no one even like proposed him to be MVP. Like it wasn't even a discussion. I think that one year did a lot of desensitizing. Okay, and may I have killed the 
I'd say the perception of the triple double. But do you think it's but not because it across not because the board? Him, yeah, 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 but it's just the th- yeah. It's because it's just the way it is. I think. Do you think it's killed the perception of triple double to casuals or to us? Because me and you sitting here, I don't know about you. I'm looking at these and I'm still, I'm still impressed. Yeah. To go out and average a triple double across a season, yo man, that takes. I think I think what people sleep on is the energy and effort. That that's takes required, that's yeah. required to get to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, athleticism. He's one of the most athletic players we've ever seen in this league. You can't use that against. You him. can't use that against him. That's yeah, and it's and and I don't and I don't want to talk about athleticism because if you are, you do know what I'm saying. You have what you have. Right? Yeah, you have what you have. Yeah, but the energy and the desire and the the, the mentality and the passion. It. Yeah, yeah, gee, that's something that I think that's why I love Ross, despite what Ross Ross is. Flaws and deficiencies and all the sh- the West Brick and all that. Even when people are clowning him or turning that, I never feel. I never want to get involved in that. I'm always like, yeah, I'm gonna stay back. I like Ross. Do you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I feel like because of who he is and the passion and do you know that the day they drafted him, he turned up like six a.m. He was like sleeping in his car waiting for that fit just to get a jump. He's mm. he's his energy translates in how he plays, and I think that's why a lot of people rock rock with Ross. Would you yeah. not agree? No, he gives you your all. And I think that people don't give him his flowers. He's a very skilled player. Mm. And I think it comes back to the, the original point, which is, are these triple doubles manufactured? Are they kind of a facade? I don't think so. All the evidence points to him not being the the super high metrics, the one off stats that kind of just say, yeah. He's, this is the there tr- was there was one stat that they had to change after his MVP season mm. because I forgot which stat it was. I think it was the PR or something, but they changed the stat because he was his stat was too high and mm. it was like he broke the metric uh. and they had to rework it. Uh. Which to me, if someone like this putting up these type of numbers regularly to the point where he's breaking. One number, uh, one number metrics. Then you can't tell me he's not helping, uh, uh, winning. No, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. No, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I think. I think my thing with it is. He's. His triple double is a reflection of who he is as a character and how he plays. Yeah. Do you get me? Now. Tells you. The triple double, you, you you don't get a triple double by not being everywhere. You have to be everywhere. You have to be you? everywhere. Um, I think the argument against this, which what would you say, is that a lot of other players, LeBron, for example, could average a triple double if they were to exert themselves that like Russell and maybe he's exerted himself to to make that a lasting legacy. I think though, that argument is like it's too easy for me to do that. That argument is lazy because okay, the fact of the matter is. Is that those players, they don't exert themselves in that way, and Facts, they're not yeah. they're not put in that situation. It's easy to say, oh, if I can, yeah, yeah, if yeah. I, do it then. Do it, yeah, facts, yeah, yeah. And um, of course, you have new guys now like Luka Doncic, who are flirting with the triple double, averaging twenty eight, nine and nine, nine and eight, mm. that are like creeping close to it. But if you watch them, it's not anything against Russ. Luca's a terrific rebounder. It's like six. 
That's six six. Mm. He's big. He's stocky. He's got a natural knack for rebounding. And then he's an elite playmaker. Of course, he's going to average near triple double numbers. Mm. And then you look at the three point revolution, the pace and space game that we have today, where possessions are through the roof. Paints are less crowded. And paints are less crowded. And then you have insanely high scoring game. Mm. Of course. Every now and again, this guy will triple double, that guy will triple double. Mm. You'll be throwing it around, and I think Westbrook was doing it in a time where the there wasn't space and space like crazy today. There wasn't like one hundred and twenty possessions in the game. Games you, weren't ending you, in one fifty. Games were ending in one hundred five to ninety eight, and Russ will get a thirty point triple double. You, you're the worst teams in both conferences right now. So, off the top of my head, the West is Minnesota. And the worst team in the East is Pistons. the Pistons. Both of them play pace and space yeah. with bigs that stretch the floor. They, uh, jump. That, that's the worst um, teams in the league. So when you've got the worst teams in the league playing a style, or trying to replicate a style at least, um, that the top teams are playing, it tells you how the leagues move forward. If you go back... If you, if you, go back, um, if you look at the leagues, the, the league's best defence, which is about... I think it's the Lakers for 103, 104 mm. um, offensive rating. And you, you go back like five years, 104, 105, that's like the eighth best defense. Mm. Like it tells you the amount of po- points that teams are leaking nowadays. Yeah. And yeah. That just more points, more possessions, more, more possessions, more, more, rebounds. more rebounds. It's, yeah. it's just easy math. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And Westbrook right. was doing it in a time where there wasn't more points, more possessions. There was less points, less possessions. And also, interestingly, a team where he was expected to be an old school point guard, the yeah. ball in his hand. So it wasn't like he was playing with players who, was, who were super high, super high intensity or intensity athletes who were snipers and could run the floor. Mm. It wasn't. It was lesser players who couldn't really space the floor that well. Who needed. A flow general to direct them where to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, three myths. Myth one Russell Westbrook didn't help his teammates. Myth. Busted. Myth two Russell Westbrook wasn't efficient. Uh, it can be argued, but busted. <laughs> it can be argued. That one is. That's the one that. Is the, if if it's we're one. extending an olive branch to anyone. It's that I, one. That's the one I can live. Exactly. That's why where, where, where I'm like... You can have that one. Yeah. I, I I won't lie to you. Probably busted, but I could I can I can agree with it. I the third busted. one I wouldn't say busted. <laughs> the third one, it doesn't matter. Oh that's that's the easiest myth to bust. Of course a triple double matters. Of course. Um if you could get it, you'd do it. Yeah. Is, is the bottom line I think. But the craziest thing is I, the other day I seen um, Jimmy Butler and Bam get triple doubles at the same time, mm. and I think they were the, I think they were the only teammates to do it twice, at the same time, which is crazy to me, because it was like, now you got teammates doing it together. Together, yeah. Before it was like a, if one guy does it, it's like a, wow. Yeah, you gotta get to a stage where, where um to win a, to win to win a championship, you're, you're, you got you got to have two guys doing it in the playoffs. <laughs> You have two guys playing high energy like that. Um, yeah, that's been our our first myth Mythbusters episode, trying to bust the Russ MVP season and whether or not he stat pad his way to uh, a triple double no one cares about or if 
that season was as iconic as it deserves to be recognised as. Um, the bottom line, I guess, is did Ross Stapp had that season? <sighs> Let us know what you think. This has been Fahad. This has been Walid. This has been the mid-range check.